Ladies and gentlemen, boys and baby girls, chase the prospectors off your land and shoot an old miner in the back. It's time for another exciting episode of the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. It's your host, Cameron Barry, and joining me as always, resident comedian, Anthony Barrera. What's up? It's, it's your boy, I'm Baphomet. Oh, God. It's so hard as a reflex not to just say young bad name every time you say that now. Also joining us, Monterey Bay comic, Michael Booth. What's up? What's going on, Michael? How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Let's see some ketchups. What you guys been up to? What's been fresh? Fuck, uh, shit. I've been working. Mm. I've been working. Mm. Uh, mm. Everyone at work is getting sick. Ooh. Yeah. You washed your hands, right? Like yeah. Burping into my face. <laughs> That's not how you spread cholera. What's been with you, Mike? You've been freaking just grinding away doing the hassle. Same thing. I've been working a lot and just trying to, uh, you know, take it easy. Nice, nice. I, uh, for those listening, I am working on a side project right now. If you have experience with this, please, please message in. I'm building a cosplay costume, and it's going to be some sort cosplay. of cosplay. You say that because costume. But I say cosplay I mean, I because cosplay I do it. I've heard it that way. Well, I do cosplay because I do it with people. So it's like a co thing, like cosplay. Like I'm doing it with people. I never do it alone. That's it's sad. It's a team. So it's a co- team play. Yeah, yeah. Well, but cos though, because we're cos. We're doing it together. We're playing together, co-playing, cosplay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm building a giant like robot android mech suit. I've got a helmet so far, and I need some pointers. So if you know how to do that stuff, uh, save my bad costume from turning out like a like a cardboard Iron Man suit because that's what that's where it's heading. We've all seen the masks. We know where it's heading. <laughs> awesome. Guys, we have an exciting episode for you today. We're talking about something that, contextually speaking, this is something we have more experience with than almost anything. Like, this, we may even have more experience with this than our life-saving episode. Mm. This is the criminal injustice episode. It's all about laws, breaking them, and the people who do it best. How are you guys feeling about this? Some real criminal shit. Um, I've never been to jail. <laughs> <laughs> But I've seen a lot of documentaries about jail. Did you never been processed? Not even one time? No, no. They never taken you out of county and washed your balls? Uh, No, what? Mm -mm -mm. They wash your balls? I mean, if you... Depends how good you are. <laughs> I mean, you know the system. You can get them to do a lot for you. Good lord. <laughs> <In> one night. <laughs> Three square meals and a ball washing. Yeah, yeah. A girlfriend doesn't even Jesus. wash my balls as good. <laughs> They're thorough. I'm like, are you sure there's no drugs under there? You should check a couple more times. <laughs> Gotta get in the gooch. I've never been processed, thankfully. I've been handcuffed. I've had guns pulled. Never been processed. So I've dodged that bullet. But let's talk about real mother sucking Criminals, not us, because we're kind of like pansies in this. If anything, we would marry a criminal. Exactly, and that's where we want to go to our Breaking Bad segment here. If you were going to be with someone who's Breaking Bad, because let's be honest, in a Breaking Bad scenario, we're not Walter. Like, we're not Heisenberg in that scenario. Uh, At best, I'm his kid who can't walk well. Oh, you know, Walter Jr. I'm Walter Jr. at best. I'm gonna be honest. I'm the Walter, wife at best. Walter Jr. It's Flynn, dude. Get it right, bro. It's not Walter Jr. Hey, that's true. I forgot. I forgot he changed. Yeah, it. dude. Do you even watch yeah, the show, I dude? Didn't watch season four, dude. Never finished it. <laughs> I got to like season three. His name is fucking Flynn, bro. So in, in the scenario of that, I don't think we're the Walter Whites. I think we're like the the Flynn, the Juniors. Like you, you might be the 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 cop who gets shot, the brother-in-law. Hank. 
Yeah, just because of temper. No, I like to think that <laughs> if I was in the show Breaking Bad, yeah, that I would be um, the dude that uh, finishes sentences. Have you watched the show? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's a very specific character. All right. <laughs> he was in one episode for two seconds. Give you some time to think. <laughs> one of the extras. <laughs> I was going to say, I would be Bill Burr watching the other guy lay on the money and too scared to take it. No, him. <laughs> I'd want to be that that big, I, that's what yeah, I was yeah, say, yeah. the big black guy, I forget his I name. His comic I was trying to think of his name, but the guy that's with Bill Burr and they're yeah, like yeah. laying on the money and he like drives the van around and he yeah. just doesn't really know much. I would want to be that guy in the show. Oh, man. Because okay. right. he doesn't really know what's going on. He's just kind of like driving around. They're not really... But he's still close to the money, so he feels important. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of the position we wanted for you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about a real-life scenario. If you're going to be with someone who's breaking bad, what kind of bad breaker are you going to deal with? What kind of criminal are you going to be with on their rise to greatness? What do you see? I think I, I would... Uh... I'd be very good uh, with, uh, like, a sociopath. Mm. Just a very calculating sociopath. Mm. Because uh, I'm not even going to worry about all the shady shit that they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm so, like, focused on trying to get them to love me. <laughs> <laughs> the abandonment and the neglect takes all of my It takes all of focus. my focus, so I don't even have to see any of the bad <laughs> shit. But on the flip side, you know, sociopaths usually do very well for themselves. Yeah. Or they go that. to a mental hospital. Either way, I win. It's all win. It's all win. Yeah. 100% win <laughs> in every direction. <laughs> Honestly, I, I want to sit here and like refute your strategy, but you thought about this. That's very sound. That's pretty good. The only thing you got to worry about is, is this sociopath going to murder me in my sleep because I have no problem with murder That is uh, the perfect microchasm for uh, my dating life. <laughs> That's the same thing I wake <laughs> up with every day already. <laughs> okay okay honestly if uh if i was gonna be with someone who's breaking bad i want to pretend like it'd be some like super cool like high stakes criminal it would be some guy making shake and bake meth honestly that's what's probably gonna happen it's gonna be cheap meth sold at a waffle house you wouldn't be with someone that just always steals shit no here's the thing i've been with someone who's like that before and it's cool getting the free stuff all the time but then a certain like he starts to be like a little bit creepy because you realize you're wearing stolen clothes what's the cap for like what would be something they'd have to bring that's like okay you've crossed the line if you steal a new washer dryer setup if you steal more than five shirts you're stealing too much but if you're going to steal something bigger and worth more than five shirts just go steal me a bmw just give me a car. Just give me a full, brand new, like ninety thousand dollar Beamer. Well, it's not going to be your Beamer. It's going to be, you know, their Beamer. The state's going to take the Beamer back. But I'm going to cruise around in it for a while. I'm probably going to crash the Beamer. But you honestly, take it to a chop shop. <laughs> here, here, can I be real though. The actual, the actual Breaking Bad that I would be involved with. The only way I see it, a polygamist. Is that illegal? That's oh, illegal, right? Yeah, very illegal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can see myself polygamy. Coming home to Mary and we're like, Mary, I'm home from work, and she's like. Get in your room with the other husbands. Like, yes, ma'am. Bet then, your girlfriend is pretty terrified. <laughs> yeah, and then she puts us all in the room and she, she, she spanks us, but not in a sexual way. It's very frustrating. Well, <laughs> in a very maternal type that of way. That so bad. <laughs> I see like a raging polygamist Jeez. with like 12 husbands. And that's that's honestly. And none of them is any type of. I'm so susceptible to religious peer pressure. I will join any religion. If you have a woman at the helm, I'm done. Like, it's over. So you got to trust them. Yeah. It's not good. So uh, <laughs> if I could, uh, if I could go with somebody, be with somebody that was a criminal, I think I'd want to be married to a hitman or hitwoman. 
Mm, don't call her a hitman. She will uh, yeah, definitely will, kill you. She'll hit you. <laughs> female assassin. <laughs> yeah, now we're um, Female ninja warrior. Yeah, because, you know. It's a lot of heat. For my anniversary every year, I get to pick somebody in my life. <laughs> it's like the opposite of a hall pass. <laughs> yeah. It's like a grave pass. I get to pick somebody in my life, and I'm like, hey, babe. And you she's like, take I'm like, this guy over here, you know, and, you know, for the, for our, for our, our, our three year. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no problem. And then that guy just stops showing up to work one day. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, what happened? Weird. We'll have How a funeral she... for Cameron. Yeah. Cameron's <laughs> dead. <laughs> what if she actually surprised you and my like, honey? this year you know the neighbor who's been letting his dog shit on our lawn and she'd like wink at you she'd be like he died two weeks ago <laughs> oh <laughs> you, so do care. Yeah. you do care okay yeah here's the thing though whenever like a spouse is murdered who's the first person they look at the spouse so why because that's the person it's that always the spouse time with them, it's yeah. always the spouse no one's angrier at you than your spouse they get to they get to see you at your lowest you know and your highest so your partner is going to see you throw like brown stained undies in the laundry bin and Ooh. she's just going to be like at any like moment. every time like she's going to have garage cables sitting over the toilet in case you don't put the seat down just waiting to, <laughs> <laughs> like you have a hitman in your house. Yeah, you have to come home with, with flowers that. every day you'd be walking on eggshells you sleep and you hear a creak <laughs> your, skin, your senses start to <laughs> sharpen because of your fear you'd be sleeping all of a sudden and you're like, did I take yeah, the trash she's out? cool with me, though. Did I take the trash out? Well, what about when she's not cool with you? Like, let's say you guys break up or get divorced. Oh, worse. What if you're trying to have sex with her and you accidentally slide it in the butt? I mean, what about Cameron if he gets breaks up with the girl that has 10 other dudes? Are, they gonna, are those 10 other guys going to follow him? She's got 10. You know the if cool thing smart. about mine? If I get a divorce, they're going to be like, come back. Sociopath doesn't care. We needed you. You were our only hope. Like, Cameron, of the 11 husbands. The leader of us all. Of the 11 husbands, let's be, fa- let's be honest. I'm, Cameron, not, the leader I'm not the of bold the cucks. one. I'm not the one who's hating anybody. I am the bottom of the cucks. I'm the one they <laughs> peg at. I'm the bottom of the cucks. I'm the one they peg at night. Like, you guys have a penis. Why are you pegging? I'm a bottom shelf cuck. Bottom shelf cuck. I'm the discount buy one get one free cuck. Uh, I don't want to just preemptively say that's an episode title, but that's a fucking that's episode definitely title. Definitely the episode title. <laughs> uh, bottom shelf cuck. If we could put cuck on Spotify without getting flagged, that would be the title. Oh my God. <laughs> no, so you got to put C star C K. That's definitely how you do it. But people are going to think it's cock. Bottom shelf cock. They think we all have shitty cocks. Now, I'm in a relationship, it's not going to affect me very much, but for you guys, that's going to affect your Tinder results. I'm just going to be honest. I don't even have Tinder. No, that's also going to affect your Tinder results. Yep, <laughs> it shows. I have a Tinder account for you, FYI. If it ever... shows. I don't think I need one. No, I've been using it to attract uh, gay guys in Salinas, and it's been I, working. Now I really don't need it. Yeah, you have way better sense of style than me. My Grinder account was busted. Yeah, I dude, put I, your bearded I get, face I, with that jacket. I get gay compliments all the time. It's fucking awesome. No, I believe it. Your sense of style is way better than mine. That was, that was an actual compliment. My gay friends make fun of me. They're like, oh, you're wearing that again. Oh. And it's like, you bastards. So <laughs> functional, huh? Yeah, help me. Help me. Don't just make fun of me. And they're like, uh, you basic. <laughs> they're very mean to me. But I do dress better because of their insults. So I just don't take it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just like to purposely not care about. Oh, what you look like? Yeah. You're walking outside in pajamas, mishmash socks, and like Crocs. And I should sure do it. I, never, I would never do. do that. It feels so liberating sometimes, but then you remember like these people sometimes will remember. You can dress so bad, people actually remember you. <laughs> like, Even my loungewear is fucking color coordinated. <laughs> like, 
That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> it's, it's like a nervous tick I have. If we ever hear that part no, of our lives. it's called insecurity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like to, you know, fuck with no, my clothes. No, sorry. Clients. I just... That's not insecure. <laughs> fuck you. If we ever hit that point in our life where we're like, dude, we're doing it. We're we're this age, whatever age we set, and we're not married yet. We're going to Grinder. You're setting up my profile. <laughs> <laughs> doing the photo shoot and everything. Yeah. We're going to get you that cock. <laughs> I need an AV guy to help me get some balls. (laughs) 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 So segueing off uh, my grinder transition and into uh, the the back of the theme of the episode here, we're talking about kind of the criminal lifestyle. What is what is like something we talk about criminal lifestyle that you can think of? Like what comes to mind? I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is all the things wrong with the criminal lifestyle. And the second thing that comes with that is, like, all the things that people are doing about the criminal lifestyle that are wrong. So where, where does a criminal lifestyle fall off for most criminals? It's when you get caught, right? Essentially, yeah. I mean, not always. It's usually not the case. Some people get b- big ups off that. But pretty much prison's like the... That's what the government wants you to think is, like, the downside of being a criminal. That's sure, what they throw yeah. out there. Prisons are fucked up in America, though, dude. Yeah, the whole prison system is fucked. So if you're going to change a prison system, how do you do it? Uh, first things first, like anyone with like a weed charge in like a state where it's legal. Um, let's, I'm not going to go ahead and say like let them out. Oh, okay. You have to put I'll them spread. to the test first. Make sure they're actually there for a reason. So if you can, like I would say, round up all the prisoners with weed charges, right? And put an ounce of weed in front of all of them. If they can smoke all of that weed in 30 minutes, records expunged and you're out of jail. Yep. If you can't, you got to finish out your sentence. Oh, okay. So if you can't smoke, they're like, that motherfucker was stealing cars. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing some other shit. He threw the weed on the ground so you wouldn't see all the hug caps in his pocket. That motherfucker's a car thief. <laughs> his pocket? Apparently <laughs> <laughs> you're not as good at stealing hug caps as I am. <laughs> yeah. You can't be walking around 16 hug caps every seen them. You gotta put them <laughs> you in your pocket. Put in your you pocket. gotta put in your pocket, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that rule, actually, though. And honestly... What better way to get released from prison than with a fat smoke sesh? Yeah, that'd be the <laughs> like, best thing to lead into. You it, don't right? want to hit the streets sober, man. You want to ounce to the dome first. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on how you're smoking it, though. Yeah. What do they make you do an ounce gravity bong? Like from the second story, and you got to like that's, second story slam dunk that's a gravity the preferred bong. Way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're going to kill someone. Slip and slide I was just thinking of like the best way to bong. smoke an ounce at once. And it would probably be to just have, like, four bongs there, and you just have these really big bowl pieces that you can fit, like, an eighth and two each, and you just keep refilling What if you just roll it up? You know what I'm saying? You you can't do that in 30 minutes, dude. Come on. Do you even smoke weed? Yeah, you can if you're fucking hitting it hard enough. Was this a real conversation that we're having? What if you were doing those indoor, like, flight simulator things where you skydive, and they just put, like... 50 lit blunts in there and just hotbox yeah. one of those and just right in your face yeah, at 120 yeah, miles an hour. Like a, you gotta be double fisting like three of them. If you, you had like can't a hot... keep your mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> if you had like... You could essentially recreate what a knife hit is like but just like on a really grand scale mm. and just do like a really big hot plate and oh. then like have like a funnel that goes up and you stand on top and you just take the, all the smoke that comes off the hot plate. Oh, I like time. it. I like it. That would be the best way to smoke an ounce at once if you're really trying to do it at one time. Which, that's what we're trying to do. We're talking about fixing prison here. So, yeah. I mean, it's got to be efficient. <laughs> if we're talking about, if you're fucking talking about smoking an ounce at one time, dude, that's the fucking best way, I'm telling you, dude. So, like, that's what you got to do to get out of prison, bro. I'll say this. As far as fixing things in prison, I do think we got too many people in prison, so I'm on the same page as you. If we're going to reform it, we got to get people out of prison. Or... 
while we do that, imagine displacing everything. Okay, switching switching the whole thing on its head, okay? Okay, let's hear it. Here's how we do it. It starts off simple. MMA fighting tournaments to see who gets to leave prison. Okay? So every year, we do like two or three times. It was a big tournament. All the toughest prisoners come up. Whoever wins the tournament, they're free. Are you sure you want to do who wins? Yeah, who, whoever is the baddest, most crazy motherfucker who wins the tournament, he gets to go out. He gets and to go out? I totally like free. if you win the tournament, nope. you have to stay Totally inside. free. Totally free. Here's what we do. We get all these crazy, <laughs> most dangerous, and violent people ever out on the streets. Everybody's going to want to come to prison. themselves just stay yeah. inside? Uh, no, and people well, like I mean, me. You'd, you'd be allowed in. Like, there's I would a, go there's to like prison. preliminaries, yeah, right? I would just go to prison. I would just sign up for prison. I'd be like, yeah, I just don't want to get out. All the dangerous guys are outside. What if prison became the cool place and all the cool kids wanted to go to prison? I mean, don't the cool kids already want to go to prison? This sounds like you're just turning we reality. Like, <laughs> this is we came from yeah. different socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah, <laughs> cool kids in my school. <laughs> the big dudes cool that can fight. <laughs> Let's let them out. Yeah, honestly, but like, I just think it's a great system because like all the most violent serial killers and stuff like that. If you get them out of prison, and they learned that violence gets them out of prison. That would probably be like the worst thing, right? They're gonna get out and they're gonna commit crimes again right away. You're gonna recatch them. Like Commit worse crimes. Yeah, yeah, easy, easy, easy. You're gonna find, you're gonna refine them. So they're not going nowhere. Okay, they think they're in and out. Ha, it's no fun. But the people who are going into prison now are less violent because all the violent people are getting out. So that means the people who stay in the prison have better odds of reforming and fixing their lives. And the, the you know, they don't have to worry about those, those motherfuckers there. Yeah, anymore. no one's getting murdered because they didn't sign up for the MMA fight where everybody got murdered except for the winner. Oh, it's like death tournament. Oh, it's full on death. Oh. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, when you guys start talking earlier about guns and knives, it's like, yep, MMA fight with guns and knives. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a fight. It's a fucking slaughter. MMA war, we'll call it. No, they have a revolver with one bullet. I mean, it'll, it'll The ref decrease. has a grenade. Yeah, it'll decrease. <laughs> in case it ever gets too much, yeah. it just pulls it like we're all dead. If anybody starts fighting like Khabib, just blow that motherfucker up. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's gotta be blown up. <laughs> Dude, Khabib be talking shit while punching you in the face. That's yeah. crazy. Listen, later on, I pay for your family business. I buy it. <laughs> Stop it. You need to quit. Stop investing in my family's success. I'm going to buy everything your family owns. <laughs> I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> After I buy your family house, I'm going to put better coat of paint. Fuck you, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to reform prison, how did you go about it, Mike? What's something that stands out to you? Um, Something that stands out to me, I think that, you know, we can let... Maybe let nature decide. We can maybe let nature take a wild turn and okay. kind of have, uh, you know... But the powers that be in the sun and the in the seasons and the animals that live in the ground. It's got convoluted. Yeah. How are you gonna keep this straight? You need something. You're gonna to work summon off. Gaia, the goddess of let nature. Let me finish. Like. Let me finish. You guys never let me fucking finish, dude. I'm goddamn it. I wasn't even done. So I'm letting let's let the seasons, let's let nature, let's let the creatures in the ground, bro. I'm talking about Groundhog Day, dude. Okay, mm-hmm. I was film getting there. Just let me. I'm trying to have a cool intro, and you guys are always like, uh, 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 uh. "Fuck!" I'm just glad we're not sensitive. Um, <laughs> so yeah, dude, Groundhog Day. I think that you know maybe maybe when Groundhog Day comes around, all the j- all the prisons they kind of flip a coin, and they go, you know, if he sees a shadow, bro. We're going to give all the people coming up on parole. We're just going to let them go out. We're just going to say accept, accept, accept. We're just going to let all these fuckers out. 
And if he does, if he sees it and he's not afraid, you know, he's just like, "Fuck my shadow." Got six more weeks, motherfucker. Ten more years. <laughs> We're rejecting these fools, and that's how every year it's like. You know Some how poor innocent man. Yeah, like they brought proof I'm innocent. You know, you know how the groundhog said otherwise, dead. You know, <laughs> you know how we have Black Friday. You know we have Black Friday, yeah. and we go, and everything's cheap, and everything's discounted once a year. Yeah. Once a year, fucking some dudes. It's like Black Friday at jail. They just get accepted right out of there because of the groundhog. So because the groundhog came up and was like, "Oh shit, my shadow, dude!" And now a dude's getting out of jail. Like it's just. I like it. He and doesn't honestly, even know. I think the the parallel to the Black Friday is perfect because, like, right now Groundhog Day is kind of like every other sale. It's like, hey, you know, no it's one a holiday. gives a shit. No one gives a shit about Groundhog Day. It's not going to affect any corporate calendars. What makes Black Friday special? The deals. No, the tramples, the tramples, uh. and the riots. So now we start turning Groundhog's Day into not just oh, is he going to come out of his hole? It's like oh. Shit, my neighborhood's flooded with convicts. <laughs> like it turned into goddamn purge outside. Fucking fucks Johnny yeah. Bill's a real bitch. It would be. I feel like every person's home that has like a per, like a friend in jail. That's. Yeah. It would be like watching the draft. To throwing ham. Yeah. Out by, outside of his thing. It would be like having a. It would be like having a family member in the NFL draft. Like Jesus. you want them to get on to like lassos yeah. and rips them out of the house. You want them to get shadow today. Yeah. You want them to get drafted. And you're like waiting. <laughs> you will see the shadow. Yeah, it's like you know when they get drafted to the team they want, they're all excited. But when they don't, they're just like so sad. Kind of pissed. Like, Sign, yeah. Signed to the Browns. He's like great. Yeah, it's like it's when like, uh, Zion went to the Pelicans, he was like fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, the greatest uh, basketball player of it was all fucked time. Up. They had cameras yeah. on him, so he couldn't react. He's like. like you knew it was That's like the, the worst. <laughs> Going to New Orleans. That is so Cameras bad. on you so they get your genuine reaction, and the, your genuine reaction is shitty. The only thing that saves that is that he's going to be in New Orleans. That and he's getting mean. a shitload of money. But the fifth time he gets woken up to those French horns, he's going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the motherfucking Pelicans. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, so we've established that none of us should be voting on any kind of prison reforms because we... Cameron doesn't vote. He's not going to vote, period. We are, we are bad for governments. Um, but I don't think we're bad for all types of governments. Like, prison reform is a weakness for us. We can admit I that, guess. right? I guess. I thought I had some good ideas. Yours was, what, prisoners have to strip for money? What was yours again? They, I forget. Okay, no, they have to smoke a fucking island, dude, if they want to get out, dude. To get the fuck I'll out say jail, this. Dude. If you're trying to get more people in prisons, yeah, you just gave them a free weed supply. So sign me up. Hey, man, weed um, doesn't make a criminal criminal makes the weed exactly so we need them out to make more weed so like if we can't fix prison let's talk about keeping people out of prison what are what are like the go-to laws worldwide world universal scale if you know of some universal police force what are laws that's not universal are they universal do they do space 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 force well does they work together what would be one law? If you could, <laughs> you could Anyways, any law. Anyways, Anthony. <laughs> well, I, was just, I, I didn't have anywhere to go from that. <laughs> that was if just you funny. Had a, you're like, if, if all you had right, lecture ready. I was like, ah. moving on. <laughs> He's like, I've never been arrested, but I know everything about Interpol. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn right, international that's, that's fucking Anthony. agent. Over yeah, yeah. There. Here, you want? Do you know the difference between a red card and a yellow card in Interpol? Huh? Do you know the difference between a red card and a yellow card? I think that's soccer. 
Oh, so you don't look at it. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> what, what, what would I know about Interpol? What the you fuck? You just said it hurts his face. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, Cameron, give me a topic. Give me, I'll be Anthony. Give me a topic. <laughs> okay, hey, uh, what do you know about Forex trading in China? Uh, I've never done it before, but I've watched a documentary, so I know every <laughs> single thing Oh, let thing me be Michael it. working on a podcast. <laughs> Cameron, ask me for a topic. <laughs> ask me for a topic, Cameron. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Mike, hey uh, Michael, you got a, a topic for the podcast? Oh, I'm just going to do anything you guys come up with. <laughs> nice. Hey, do, do, do me try to reach something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. <laughs> if you could change <laughs> you could change any law what law would you change oh I had a funny story you know we just had Labor Day oh I as well start this one god dang it yeah that's yeah, uh, <laughs> did you want me to go go for it oh, okay. my bad <laughs> <laughs> okay so I'll tell you this I'm just gonna open this one off because I think I'm the most passionate about this law does anybody here know about French extradition laws um, I've never been to France. Okay, so here's basically the gist of it. France does not agree under Interpol agreements, whatever like that, to let people be taken out of their country to be pursued by charges in other countries if those charges are for back child support. Hmm. So people who have like a lot of spousal support or child support they don't want to pay, they're under France, and France... Won't do anything to help get them yeah, back. Funny thing that buying a ticket and going like moving your entire life to France would probably cost about the same. Exactly. As paying your spousal. Exactly. Charges. So here's how I would change Depends the on law. How you get there, dude. So he, well, I guess. well, this is important though. He's got a good point. This is important. That's why I would change the law. Any deadbeat dad who runs away to France gets a free condo because otherwise they're losing all their money. That's the whole reason they came to France in the whole first place. To, to keep their money. Yeah, to keep their money. So losing all their money is not fair. That's the whole thing they're running it's away like to avoid. It's like a stepdad holy grail. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the family's losing out and the dad's losing and out. Somebody dad, has to win. Gotta go to France. That's yeah, nice. at least let dad prosper. The land of deadbeat dads. Dad's gonna die. He may have left you in the will. You don't know if he forgot to take you out. So, I mean, <laughs> you don't want him to be poor. I'm just saying, somebody's gotta be the, taking a W here. It can't be all L's in the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad for everyone's legacy. <laughs> 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 what are some... <laughs> Jesus. What are some laws you guys feel very strongly about? <laughs> I think that's sick, dude. That's the that's the goal in life, I think. To be a Knock up a girl and then yeah. go to France because you get a condo. <laughs> that's the way to go, right? What if the more kids you abandon, I'm just kidding, the bigger but I'm the just, condo? Yeah. <laughs> you have to, no, but you have to prove that you left the family and like... Yo, dude, I got five kids with two got bombs. Got free no, condo. Get my condo. We're giving but you But I a have suite. a kid. <laughs> um, I got a law that... So I know this is a law because I've had other friends get tickets for it. I've never gotten a ticket for it, so I feel kind of lucky. Even though I do it all the time. <laughs> Thanks um, for admitting that. <laughs> What? This could be one of those episodes <laughs> where we have a 10 minute long bleep of Michael confessing to something. Like, yeah, take a homeless person out back of a Denny's. I mean, and everybody does lay this. Their flesh off their body. Everybody does this. Everybody does what I'm about to say. If you don't do this in public, you're weird, I think. Um, I smoke weed in public. Oh, you took that way, way softer. Okay. I thought he was going dark. I thought he was going to yeah. go No, I smoke like, weed in public. I and I would like it if an officer saw me, didn't do anything about it. Pretty much, that's my thing. I don't. Think I don't want. I don't want officers to interfere with me smoking weed in public at all, or people. People can leave me alone if you don't like it. You probably need to smoke weed then. Yeah, you so, need this more than me. Yeah. Well, I think they do it more for the kids. 
See, imagine. I don't really go places where there's kids, so like <laughs> kids aren't a big factor. I mean, yeah, where are you smoking outdoors? Really... What? Where? When you smoke outdoors, where is it usually? Chuck E. Cheese parking it's lot. It's usually like. <laughs> <laughs> It's usually like in the downtown of just an area. So a place where a bunch of people Outside of a coffee are. shop or a bar yeah. that's having an open mic or something probably. Or just walking down the street. Do kids walk down streets? Probably. Okay. You know what's weird is? I feel like... Are you against smoking <laughs> weed in public right I'm now? I'm against smoking weed in front of children, yes. Very much so. This guy. I'm actually with him on it. But I'll say this. I see a world where your concerns and your concerns are both addressed and his deal with the law is fixed. What if, to solve police beatings, they make it mandatory that police have to smoke weed in public? So cops are everywhere. It's like, what's up, man? You good? Across the street? Do you the light? Here's the thing. I've been smoking. (laughs) I've been smoking. There's kids. (laughs) You, I pulled you over. Man, I forgot to. Yeah. (laughs) I've been been smoking outside sometimes, and there's kids walking by, and I'll, like, turn away and, like, you know, try not to blow smoke, and I feel like that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> try not to accidentally yeah. get the whole third I don't blow. S- I don't blow smoke at your kids, and I don't show them what I'm doing. That's good enough, dude. <laughs> sure. Hey, honestly, no, I'll say this. I had bad Straight neighbors. Straight up. How is that not yeah. good enough? I had bad You're neighbors. still smoking weed in front of kids. I don't give kids. a fuck, dude. I'm not showing them the joint. I'm not going, hey, look what I'm they doing. They can smell I'm not it. They telling can see them what it's it weed. is. Like, what I don't the care fuck? if they can smell it. I don't even care. I'll say this. As much as I'm with Anthony's outside on this, I have neighbors who left like one old porn mag in their backyard, and every neighbor kid in a thousand miles found it and jerked off to it. That one neighbor leaving that trash out that one time, way worse than him treasure, blowing his smoke away from kids. I would much rather have neighbors who are blowing their smoke away from my kids than neighbors who are like leaving yep. porno mags out in I'm front just yard. There's a fucking where little kids are going to be not allowed. <laughs> like, what <Yeah>. the fuck? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, there are these young impressionable people out here that will do anything you tell them to do. What the fuck is your law then? <laughs> bring up your fucking I'll law. I'll bring up my fucking law. My law is justified. All right, I wore a white shirt on Tuesday after Labor Day, and I got fucking flamed for it. So you know what? You guys want to be fucking stupid about like what I can wear on certain days. Now, if you don't wear white after Labor Day, you go to jail. That would be my law. You gotta stop hanging out at the Museum for Modern Art because they are treating <laughs> you like shit. <laughs> fucking bastards! <laughs> what white were you wearing? Was it pants, jacket, it a shirt? shirt? A Just shirt. a shirt. They don't tolerate any kind of white. That's so stupid. I mean, that's like a that's like a universal, standard, obvious rule that everyone knows. You think about. it's just? Do you know why it's a standard rule? No, because fashion magazines made it so in the fifties. That's the only reason people do that. Those bastards. Okay, what was better in the fifties? Uh, the white man's clutch on power. Yeah, that's about it. People always say manners were better in the 50s, but I'm like... Not really. They, they didn't have that good of manners a lot of towards open black racism people. racism going on. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> Very rude times. <laughs> like, Very rude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat here. What? It's rude. <laughs> that's what I remember hearing about it. <laughs> Terrible. Fuck. <laughs> But honestly, I'm I'm glad we brought it up after talking about not wearing white after Labor Day because I thought it was a racist thing. I didn't realize it was a fashion thing. Yeah, I, th- I thought there's gonna be some deep, deep under like, racial really undertone. That's the only reason I was it's fucking flabbergasted. Just fashion. I'm gonna start wearing white after every Labor Day now. How much white can you wear before it becomes weird? Uh there's a certain like it depends on the tone of the white. How long can you wear the white before it becomes brown? 
I mean, all day if you're not a shithead. I don't got long. Damn. I'm running on a tight clock on white. I wear white. I set a timer for like 30 minutes. I'm like, we got to get back home. I, went, I <laughs> once went through like an entire like house party with white pants, and I woke up in the morning after getting blackout drunk completely clean. Oh, my God. I wish I had that kind of subconscious. When I blackout, I just start grabbing paint. Like, yeah, even blackout drunk, I, your boy still got his fit on lock. God dang. This is what I'm talking about. This is why you're going to design my grinder. I got to. What are your takeaways? What do you guys got? This is a fun one. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> Too many strong Jesus, good points. Jesus, we probably pissed off a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. If you're listening from prison, look, I want to be positive. Follow us on Instagram. I want to be positive and say all positive things, but you've already heard the episode, so you're mad at me. So the only thing I want to say to you now is if you're in prison listening to this, please stay in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't feel safe if you get out. Just stay. <laughs> no, you can come out. You, you need a place to stay. Yeah, to watch my, out for the groundhog. Talk, talk to my neighbor. <laughs> you guys got to take away his heart or no? <laughs> um, Anthony's more upset about people making fun of the shirt he wears than smoking weed outside. So Priorities. I, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is correct. Also my takeaway. <laughs> um. And for takeaways, I think, uh, honestly, oh, man, it's hard to say, but I'm really just worried about that extradition law for child support. Like, I, really planning for the future, aren't you? You should just make, that sounds like a movie, just call it Destination Dad. <laughs> and it's just like a condo. <laughs> Destination and Rich Dad. It's <laughs> one condo. One condo. X-Dad. It's like Amazing Race, but it's all dads that just leave their families. <laughs> And it's like 10 dads, and they have to go through all these obstacles, and they get destination dad, and then they get to go and take over the... The first one that gets there gets his child support wipe. Yeah, that's my I idea, you fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood, steal that here. shit. It's my fucking idea. Amazing race, but for like deadbeat dead dead. dads. Destination dad. There is a There is a freaking tagline for that show that is just screaming to be made something about people could be a reality show for like a whole season it would be gold i feel like there's two or three words that perfectly sum up the idea of deadbeat dads running as far away from their families while also having a good time road trip no we'll go with something <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with something good lord that pause for <laughs> such yeah, a was, low pay for off. such a low <laughs> We're 33 minutes in. Punchlines were gone 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm not even talking into my microphone after five minutes. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, keep sucking them dicks. Peace out. We'll take it easy, baby girls. And catch me on Instagram at cambeasy.berry and YouTube at cbcomedy. And you can find me underscore mbooth on Instagram and Twitter and Michael Booth on Facebook and YouTube. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as uh, at Young Baphomet underscore. Be sure to follow our podcasting Instagram, Cowboy Rowdy Podcast.